The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. At midnight Saturday, the telephones in this city will be changed to dial service and all telephone numbers will be changed. Here are a few important suggestions for the use of your dial telephone. Before calling any number, first secure the number from your new directory. Then remove the receiver and listen for the dial tone. It sounds like this. That tone indicates everything is ready for your call. With the receiver off the hook, dial the desired number. Dial each numeral in this manner, pulling the dial around to the finger stop each time. Be sure to allow the dial to freely return to its normal position. And this is the ringing signal. of Tavern Cash. Bill was a horrible irritant, constantly taking away from the content-rich nature of your show and distracting you from the uber-elite Warcraft tips for which you are renowned. Bill is now nothing more than a bitching Seriously, screaming is not funny, and neither are the stupid voices that he does. It's f***ing dumb, and my favorite character, and a friend to all children everywhere, Uncle Eric. It's lost in the mix. It's un believable that you continue to let this bitch on the show. Please get your together and ban him for the sake of five-year-olds everywhere. Thank you, Sophia. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Welcome back to the bar, grab a beer, and pull up a seat. This is TavernCast. I'm Bryce, and here's my drinking buddies. I'm Eric. I'm Mike. And I'm Shelly. Who the heck is Shelly? Hi, hey, everybody. Shelley. I don't know. Who is Shelly? Shelly, formerly Kern Kater, back from Australia. Yay! I 
I hey. popped here on a kangaroo, and boy, are my arms tired. Hey, we're uh, we're we're up against a really cool, interesting confluence of the stars and galaxies and fates because we have four people live in the Tavern Cast studio for the first time ever. No Skype, no Bill, no remotes. My spider sense is tingling. We're all at the same table together. <laughs> and we have a boozella just because. That very, takes very the place small. of Bill. <laughs> we love you, Bill. We wanted something loud and annoying, so. <laughs> you are hearing the actual signals transmitted by the Earth circling satellite. One of the great scientific feats of the age. Be on the show. Call the TC Hotline in the USA at 734-418-7077. That's the number. Internationally, catch us on Skype, username TavernCast, or send us an MP3 file at light speed through the interweb Tron at TavernCast.TavernCast.com. Pew, pew! Only one rule, you send it or say it, we'll play it on the show. <laughs> hey, TavernCast, I was listening to your latest episode, and you said that we could leave any message, so I thought I'd just tell you guys about reading Cookie Crisp. And then Eric answered the phone for the answering machine. I thought it was actually him because he said hello. And I love the new website. Very cool. Goodbye. Check us out online at www.taverncast.com. If you donate to the show and become a subscriber for $50, I'm just kidding, log in, <laughs> log in to the TC forums. We have 500. 500. <laughs> I'll pay $0.50. Cents. I'll get a gold <laughs> You can download ar- download archive shows and all kinds of other awesome swag. I just realized that we we this is the first time in Taverncast history too we've <laughs> had a uh, like sound thing going during the show. <laughs> you know, like soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually gonna need to like edit that in with like with special bits of the, the <laughs> Boozella button. <laughs> it's actually kind of annoying. It's like the uh, it's like we've become a full out morning show now. Every time anybody says like, "Welcome to the show," <laughs> welcome to the morning zoo. <laughs> and now here's traffic. 987 Detroit the Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what are we drinking? Chug a look, chug a look. Make you want to holler, holly ho. Burns your tummy, don't you know? Chug a look, chug a look. What beer? We have some beer. This is the Imperial Cherry Sison Ale brewed with cherries and aged with oak. It's awesome. And it's got a cherry in the back of a pickup truck. How many people has had cherries cherry. in the back of a pickup truck? <laughs> and have cherries or have lost cherries? <laughs> 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 we got to be faster on the Boobasela. I'm just going to keep it up here. You got a rim shot sound. <laughs> Where's it made in? Uh, brewed and bottled by Southern Tier Brewing Company in Lakewood, New York. No, I got this one because it, it's, you know, ale Different. brewed with cherries and oak. I mean, how do you go wrong? What about the... What about the the man law, no, no fruit and beer. The man law. No, no, you can, put, no, you can make no, beer can. with fruit though. But there was a whole, there was a whole funny series of, I think it was probably Bud Light commercials or something that was like man laws. Well, if you consider it was that like beer. fruit and beer, and the whole, like all the manliest men, like Charlton Heston was there, and Mike Tyson, and like <laughs> all these dudes sitting around the table going, no, no, no fruit and beer. 
Let, let me get, let me say something though. Budweiser is not a manly beer. Bud Thank you. Light. Thank Bud you. Light. Bud Light is is like sub manly. You know, lambic beer wasn't really like a manly beer, but my God, that was an awesome beer. That was good stuff. And Lining Kugel's Berry Weiss is fantastic. Okay, let's. Or how about the apple <laughs> apple beer? Let, let's actually take it a step further. What about the Middle Ages when the knights of yore would go out to conquer the dragons and you know get their maidens and they would drink mead? But that's honey. That's not a fruit. That's Flipping that's fruit. honey. It's fruit. Honey. It's bee fruit. Rice. Bee. Honey. Fruit. Honey, honey is, is not, a not fruit. fruit. Bee fruit. <laughs> bee fruit. Fruit of the bees. There's no seeds in honey. Is that more like bee poop? Uh, no, no, no. Work with me here. It's fruit of the bees. It's Work actually, with... it's actually bee, bee spit. Yeah, I think. right. Just bee, bee spit. Puke. So you're you're yeah, you're bee drinking bee a puke. bee spittoon. Okay. Okay. So bee tell puke. me, if fruit of the bees is not honey, then what's fruit of the sea? What's fruit of the loom? What's chicken of the sea? Really? Fruit of the loom is your junk. <laughs> Fruit of the sea Which is clearly tuna. What? No, that's chicken of the sea, you idiot. It's the not same thing. Let's no, drink. fruit of the sea is the sea cucumber. <laughs> drink. I like that plant. Cheers, that's a cheers. vegetable of the sea. Cucumber's not a fruit. Actually, it is a fruit. Is a it a fruit? A I thought a tomato was a fruit. A tomato's a fruit, too, but I a cucumber's a fruit because cucumber has seeds. I thought Bryce was a fruit. Is that the that's distinction? A fruit has seeds. What do you think of the beer? All right, what do you guys think of the beer? I like it. This is... Okay. Did you really not like it? I, I, I Sometimes the Vuvuzela just has a mind <laughs> of its own. The Vuvuzela's got a mind of its own. I don't get the oak. I'm yeah. not, by I'm the not way, tasting it at all. It tastes really malty to me. Is I that what's floating around in the uh, bottom? Well, looking at the bottle, it says aged with French oak staves. Do they like, put like slivers in here to, to age it? That's probably what's in my glass. It is. Ooh. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. You've from got France. you've got wood from New oh, you York. You've got wood. I got, got wood. Do <laughs> you think I that's what they what actually is. <laughs> No way. Are they actually saying that they're saying aged in oak oak staves is like one little chunk of oak in the bottle, seriously? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that there's probably well there's more than that probably and there's, and there's probably a bunch of I don't see any more. This is like this like the tequila. Is there another one in there? We've got another bottle. Is there more is there wood in there? Wood in there? Did you leave your Do wood we have in there? Wood? No, we have no wood. I'm gonna let you guys Too answer if you've got your own wood. I won't. I won't make <laughs> I that distinction for you. I see no wood in this bottle. Coming up, Metro Detroit traffic and sports <laughs> after this. After the wood in the beer report. <laughs> With the lights out, less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid. A contagious. Here we are now. Entertain us, I'm a lotto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido, yeah. All over Australia, our baby health centers, clinics, and day nurseries are doing wonderful work for young mothers and young Australians. Here is a typical scene at a baby health center. <coughs> young Albert, all of a sudden, doesn't like his milk anymore. Susan pushes it away. He cries too much at night. He keeps sad mum and the neighbors awake. And just picks at his food, too. His mother is worried. Yes, that sometimes happens with children. Now, I suggest you mix a little Vegemite in with his milk. Most children adore Vegemite. That sister was right. See how he laps up his milk now. Vegemite is recommended so highly for children because... Vegemite is so tasty. I've got crazy food. I've got crazy food. We have not had snacks on Tavern Cast for quite some time. What do you have? Coming back. Oh, boy. 
full circle. Oh boy. I brought us animal crackers because I love this show so much and I wanted to have animal crackers. Awesome. And I got these a dollar at Target. Oh, these didn't come from Australia? No, these didn't come oh, from Australia. Oh. They don't have animal crackers in Australia. They don't have animal crackers in Australia. I can't even tell you the number of things they don't have in Australia. Oh, my God. Ooh, a camel. You know what they do have in Australia? Australia? They have a Vegemite <laughs> sandwich. They have Vegemite <laughs> sandwiches. And how fortuitous you should mention that, Mike, because... Did you have to bring that up? I made you guys wow. a special Vegemite treat from Australia. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go any further, I just want to point out, because I'm still on the animal crackers, Ooh. I've got a kitten... With, with um, teats. With teats. It's oh, a pregnant yeah. kitten, and I am not kidding you. You Look need to pick. Can Look you at this. There's teats on the kitten. This, you... is, this is disgusting. I'm going to eat a pregnant cat. Oh, come on, like you haven't done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I got a horse taking a poop. You <laughs> <laughs> a horse taking a poop. What is this, what guys? What the f is that thing? It's got gills. It's a merman. No, it's got gills. No, it's, it's a like fish. A fish. It's a fish. It's a fish head. It's a fish with legs and a tail. <laughs> it's a fish It's got with one a eye. It's a, a cyclops body. fish uh, wolf. Thing. Look at I don't know fat bear. <laughs> Maybe I have it upside down. Does that make more sense? I've got a clitoris. <laughs> you want to take a picture of that? It looks more like Gonzo from the Muppet Show. You think? What do you think? You'd be the expert here. That's that's a pretty wicked looking clitoris. Yeah, what's your <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it clitoris or clitoris? Now that would be a pretty good bumper sticker. No, <laughs> Maybe not. The cows got udders. <laughs> You had to bring animal crackers. Uh, you opened yourself up to this. Eric's over there licking the cow. <laughs> <laughs> what are we eating? <laughs> <laughs> Evidently not a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, I made these from scratch. Well, not from scratch because I bought the Pillsbury Crescents at the shop. But Man, we are at the Wayback Machine. She's making stuff from scratch I know. again. Um, so, in Australia, Vegemite... Did you make those in Australia and then bring them over? Don't tell God. Would you shut up and listen to what she says? She already Sorry. told that story. So, I'm like, Bill. Okay, so Vegemite, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Vegemite is yeast extract. Yeah, it's as disgusting. It's as disgusting Isn't it like as rotten you beer leftovers. Kind of like that, yeah. So Vegemite is like full of vitamin B and folic acid. Yes, it is rich in vitamin B1, vitamin B2, niacin, and so tasty. Vegemite, Vegemite, Vegemite. Anyway, in schools, you actually have like full-on, full-on Vegemite sandwiches, which I can't understand. But this stuff I can eat. In the in the bakeries, they've got these. It looks like they look like cinnamon rolls, but without the cinnamon and the sugar, it's Vegemite and cheese. So it's like one of those like spinach cheese Greek things. Yeah, without the spinach and the cheese and the Greek. So it's exactly like that. But different. It's got Vegemite and cheese in a crescent roll. Is it Vegemite or Vegemite? I call it Vegemite. Vegemite, Vegemite, Vegemite. Come from the land down under. There you go. <laughs> Sing the whole thing, Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. You better cover. You better take cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I want you guys to now. There's sweet, like bakery things, and then there's savory bakery things. This is a savory bakery like thing. It's savory. not sweet at all. All right, hook us up. All right, so Let's try this. Vegemite cheese. What? Oh, cheesy mite scroll is what it's called. Cheesy mite. A cheesy mite scroll. Oh, okay. Oi, oi. That's really good. It is good, isn't it? I feel gypped. I don't taste anything weird about this, nor do I taste Vegemite. 
so I don't know what Vegemite is. Have you I ever like had it. Vegemite? No, because I don't know what it would be with this, because it tastes like a cheese um, crescent roll. Mm -hmm. You taste Vegemite? Do you guys taste Vegemite get or something little, weird? Get I don't a little know bit of the these. black or the brown stuff and like take that and put that on your tongue. That's not really Vegemite, is it? <laughs> I was feeling a little She's sick, eating. Mike. Sorry. <laughs> what it tastes like is um, it's very salty. It's very um, pungent. They're like sar oh, yeah. um, sardines. Kind of like that. Anchovies. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's super like salty. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a salty. And the benefit, I didn't put a whole lot in here because I didn't want to overpower it, but it, it works really well with the dough and the cheese. Mm -hmm. And it's got like oh, tons cool. of vitamin B and tons of folic acid, and people eat this all the time. And they make whole sandwiches out of this? Yeah, they just spread it on bread and eat it. And I, I couldn't do that. But, I mean, there's also things you do with Vegemite where you can marinate chicken in it, which I think would be awesome, or marinate beef in it, make a really nice beef stew. There's a whole bunch of recipes you can use it for. And I, I started off being a Vegemite hater, but I've been ex but I've been exposed to it, and I really I don't mind it so much anymore in small doses. Like, I can't have it on toast yet. I'm not Vegemite on toast. Wow. <clears throat> I think that um, Bryce needs something special to wash this down with. Mm. Oh, I think he does. Yes. Rice versus food. No, this isn't Ooh. food. We got this just for you, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our viewers at home, Bryce, please describe what we just gave you. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who got this? I actually found it. You found it at a garage sale or something? I got it for free. So your, why don't you explain? Why don't you explain where you got it? <laughs> I have a whole collection of them. <laughs> well, you need to put that back on the shelf when you're done, Bryce. <laughs> it's a boring story, but I picked up a bunch of free glassware from someone who was moving, and this was amongst all the uh, wine glasses and whatnot. And I was like, "This has to go into the tavern gas basement." <coughs> Eric's got and me. I couldn't a... think of a more appropriate time to bring it out than right now. That's excellent. Eric's got me a a literal fluted beer glass of a male review, the Thunder from Down Under at Excalibur Hotel Casino in Las Vegas. How, how did you know? with pictures. How did you know this is what I've always I'm wanted? Fluted. I'm psychic that way. Helmeted beer glass. Very phallic. Um, <laughs> we need a picture for you here. It's not that big. <laughs> it's not the size, it's the frequency. Enzyme. <laughs> no, that's not big enough. No, that's not big enough either. That's more like it. Do, 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 do. Hope that's gross. I said, do you speak my language? So would you like some milk in that? She just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. There you go. Because I come to live down under. Down under. Well, we don't, don't even know what that line is. <laughs> I don't can you hear? Can you hear the thunder? <laughs> you better you run. run. You, you better, better take cover. Delicious spread provides the vitamin B1 your family needs daily. Be sure you put Vegemite next to the pepper and salt whenever you set the table.
So Eric and I were up at OG the other night. Uh, what's OG, by the way? Uh, original Gangster. Original. It oh, is. I mean Original Gravity. Yeah. No, it's a it's a, a brewery slash bar around these parts. And we were talking about TV shows, TV shows that were good, TV shows that were bad, TV shows that got um, canceled before their time and that kind of thing. And it struck us that uh, it'd be fun to bring it back here to the TC bar and toss around uh, the whole TV thing to everybody here and see what folks think. So. Out of all the TV shows, I think I think we were talking about Lost when this came out. Yeah, because it just that, ended. So. Yeah, and people were a lot of people were complaining about the end of Lost and were excited about the end of Lost. Oh, you didn't like Lost? Mike didn't like. I actually didn't. I forgot it. That was Bill. Way to go, Bill. I mean, Mike. Um, <laughs> so, out of your guys' opinion, has there ever been a TV show that any of you have watched that you felt ended well, like a really good wrap up of a TV show? Short, a short show, a long-running TV show, any of them at all. Which one wrapped up well? I think I know a few. I know one. I have two. I'll give you my first one. I wasn't keen on the ending when I first saw it, but after repeated watchings, and I watched it a lot, I think the ending to Stargate SG-1 was a good ending. Which ending? The very last episode of season 10. That oh, ended the, the series. The ending. The ending of the series. Are you talking about the That's series ending about, or a right? show ending? We're talking about the series, series ending. ending, aren't we? Yeah, well, I guess I'm talking about the series ending, but see, okay, so we're going to geek out a little bit. Yeah. Stargate has, for me, two endings. This is one of those nerd shows, isn't it? It is a nerd show, so we're, we're cleared to talk about Stargate. That's fine. Stargate is go. <laughs> SG-1, you are go for, what do they say? Throttle up. You have a go. Permission to take a team through the Stargate, sir. Yeah, SG-1, you have a go. Stargate has two endings. It has the ending at the end of the Ori arc in season 10 with Cameron Mitchell and Vala and all those guys. And it has the oh, yeah. end, with which basically ends at, the what, season 8 or whatever it is when they... Jack O'Neill and the crew end up fishing at his pond. No, 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 no. That's not an ending, though. That's not an ending. See, for me, that that is the emotional ending of the show. All right. <laughs> On that one. It's, it's, why, why is the season 10 one the actual official ending? Well, because... So they were, they were about to get killed. There was the whole length of time when Daniel Jackson and Vala finally admit their love for each other. And you come to see this human part of Daniel where he... He has this angry part, angry part about him, but he also realizes that he's a real human being. And they get together, and at the end of it, it comes out that that uh, Teal'c is the only one who survives. And he comes back, and Teal'c's like you know a bazillion years old, and he's got to go through the rest of time knowing all that he knows. But he finally has the wisdom that that his teacher did. It's just for me that was just such a, such a great wrap up. It's because it's kind of like you almost know where they're all going to end up emotionally. But they go back and they continue fighting. But that was like a, the great end to it. I'm actually surprised to hear you say that about Stargate specifically because I thought you were such a hater on the post Jack O'Neill years, the season eight, nine, ten years. No, actually, I wasn't that much of a hater of it because it was continued. The whole the whole ship thing was continued on behind the scenes, so I wasn't a hater about that. Yeah, but they never like the whole shipper thing between Jack O'Neill and uh, Colonel Carter never really like. Never really consummated. Oh, it did. It did. It they did. Just, there they, there no, were allusions they hung out to the it. Pond. No, no, there were allusions to it. No, there wasn't an allusion to it. There were allusions to it too. No, she has. She has this whole meeting with the with the old the old CIA guy, and he says, right. "So you're single?" And she says, <laughs> "What the hell are you talking about?" Why can't you? I'm listening. I'm watching soccer. <laughs> There's a shipper thing, and, and and the guy walks into the other guy's office naked. Uh, <laughs> Where's that your sounds ex- like a beginning. Where's your Excalibur glass? You need that for that intro. <laughs> anyway, so that that's 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 one of mine that I that I find one of the two shows that I thought what's ended, the, what's the ended really one? well. 
the second one I had a hard, I really had a hard time with the ending, but um, well, first of all, we're asking if the ending was good. Well, it was a good ending, but I didn't want the show to end. Don't Battle say it. Don't say it. I don't want to, I, we can't talk about Battlestar. I still have like four episodes <laughs> TiVo'd. I've been <laughs> watching them slowly. I know it's like five years since the show. Battlestar. We're, huh? we're still can't oh, talk about the ending of Battlestar. Do you know who the final <laughs> four are? No, I, I know the final <laughs> three, four. Yeah. You, you know what I can believe? Is that freak and Baltar ended up being like the last Cylon? I know. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he, and he kills, kills everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adama yeah. was a woman. Had sex with him. It was crazy. Them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we can't talk. We can't talk about it. Okay, so well, we can uh, talk so about generally what you thought of the ending. I like. Don't spoil right? it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to say I liked how it all, how the illusion was that it came full circle, and that's all, all right. I'm going to say. All right, Mike. So what do you got? What's uh, what's a TV show Your that turn. ended well? Have you ever actually finished the Shield? There you go. I was gonna say the same thing. So, you, so both you and Eric liked the Shield. What did you like about the ending? Why did it wrap up like this? Because a Vic Mackey was a phenomenal character. Not and he was not this black and white, always good, always mm-hmm. bad. And so he did some really horrible things at the end. And then it looks like he's gonna get away scot free. And then he's just well. And they didn't like pull any punches on the end of that either. No, they didn't. They didn't candy coat anything. They didn't with the Shield. And they are like they. I mean. Have you guys seen it? I know you were watching it for a while. Yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I think. Did you uh, watch all the way through? I, no spoilers. <clears throat> I uh, liked the end. I liked the end. I yeah. just felt that uh, I was bummed. Well, see, if there's no spoilers, I can't. I can't really. I, well, talk are we about not going to? I mean, the shield ended four years ago. You know I'm what? If you don't want to know the end of the Star shield, Galactica. if you don't want to know the end of the shield right now, turn this podcast yeah. off right now. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. Ah. The, the thing that I I love the ending. I love the ending. I thought it was great, but I think that uh, uh, Mackie, I wanted Mackie to get fried. I wanted the guy dead. See, no, I didn't. I wanted him to live on. I wanted him to see. Well, I was like, I was like, like, he walks out at the end like he's going to go do it I know, it was a perfect ending in that everybody, it satisfied, or it disappointed everybody on both sides, because like everybody wanted him to just get fried. It was like, oh, he's not getting, he's just going to sit here and off. And everybody wanted him to like walk out on the street with his gun in the back of his pants and just keep... You know, yeah, biting on, dealing justice to everybody, and doing what Causing he needs trouble. to do. Yeah. He's stuck in an office somewhere, so it's yeah, like that's it almost like worse than perfect, getting fried. Yeah, for exactly, him. exactly. And I mean, he just that whole scene where she was like, "Okay, Tommy, you have to come clean on everything." And he, it's yeah. just like they should have had like a clock in there, like <laughs> spinning around as he's like talking yeah, exactly. and all this stuff. Exactly. It was just insane. Yeah. Well, that that was that was an excellent series. Yeah, that was a great series. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with uh, Shelley on Battlestar Galactica. I actually really like the ending to Battlestar Galactica. I think that uh, it was a thing where you didn't want any pieces to be left hanging, and that's the thing that people were complaining about with like Lost and things like that. There was stuff still hanging out there that was unanswered, and I think for my money, Battlestar wrapped it all up. I don't think there was really anything left hanging for me. I was I was pretty satisfied with the way it ended, and the other one that that instantly comes to mind to me. While the show isn't the most incredible quality on the planet, the ending to Babylon 5 was sublime. I just started rewatching that, and I, I remember when I watched it the first time through, not liking what happened with the characters at the end of it, because, again, it was a series that I didn't want to end. I didn't want that to be the fate of the main characters, but I remember liking the way the story wrapped up. That whole Sleeping in Light episode where it's like him and Delenn at the end and like, you know, again, spoilers if you haven't seen it, turn this podcast off, but where, you know, he dies and at the end is like she's watching the sunrise every day and he shows up sitting next to her and like everything's wrapped up and neither of the characters have all died or moved on or whatever. I was like, 
that's a solid wrap up. Like that's a that yeah. story has gone full arc and it's like a novel. You just turn the last page and there's no more. Yeah. Like B five would have a hard time making a movie at this point because yeah. there's nothing left. There were they, though they did do some more B five movies after that. They, they all suck. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen them. Like like the Rangers or something. And I mean without Rangers without sucked. well without Bruce Boxleitner, there really wasn't much of a show. You mean Tron? <laughs> Your mom. You know Tron is in the next Tron movie. Bruce Boxleitner reprises his role as Tron. No, he doesn't. Well, he's in the freaking trailers. Well, he's not Tron. He, he's always Tron. Your mom's Tron. <laughs> I thought that what was like no. I thought Jeff Bridges was Tron. No, Jeff no, Bridges Jeff was, Bridges was uh, Finn? Flynn. 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 All right. Flynn. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I just watched it two weeks ago, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Wait. What, what about? All right. All right. Go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, way back, Northern Exposure. Oh God! I haven't seen that. Show. In a long, that was a long, it was a really, good, really good, good show that I didn't get into till long after, until it was in syndication. And I watched the whole thing, but the ending, blue, yeah, sucked. Um, I thought, <clears throat> I thought Battlestar was mediocre, but I thought that whole last season was kind of crappy. Um, Lost, I kind of felt the same way. I kind of thought the whole last season was kind of crappy. I liked the season before a lot. But no, the one I was going to bring up is uh, The Wire. I was going to say that next. Yeah. Mike, you know, great minds think alike. Yes, I That's agree. all I can say. No, that that I thought it ended well. I didn't I didn't like that last season a whole lot. I didn't I thought it was the weakest of the seasons, but they ended it well. They like yeah, wrapped up a lot scene. of stuff and they kinda everything kinda worked out. Well not work out, you know what I mean. Everything <laughs> <laughs> That scene where Michael shoots uh Spoiler it, spoiler it. Oh sorry. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter, just go ahead. Well, he was shooting everybody, so I haven't spoiled anything yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Vader's Luke's father. Vader is Luke's <laughs> oh <my> father. God. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore. What? The, there's two scenes in there where Snoop gets shot by Michael in the car, mm. and she's just like, how did my hair look? And he's mm-hmm. just like, you look good, girl. And he just pops her. And then Omar, my boy Omar, is in the store. It's a little, like, tight, comes in and... Like shoots him in the head, like that some was little so out of the blue. some little kid. Like everybody's like Omar, 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 and yeah. he's like walk around and like nothing can and touch Omar him. This little like, kid's like what? <laughs> shoots and he him. has to be one of like the strongest characters in, he was in any like show awesome. like that. He was yeah. awesome. With that know, shotgun. That whole show that I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen the Shield, um, you the go wire, out and you like wire. those kind of like or, yeah. I'm sorry, the Wire, the Shield too. But I think the wire is even better than the shield. I think the wire is um, better, than but the shield's a little kind of over the top sometimes. I've never heard of the wire. What's the general story? What's it, the, it, I know it's a big story, but what's uh, the, well, it's set in Baltimore, like a cop show. <clears throat> it's, it's a it, cop show, but it, it's it's far more realistic. It's than a drug. Usual. It's the drug culture it follows, show, and it co- it, it, follows it covers both sides. every angle of the drug culture from the users to the sellers to the cops to the reporters to hmm. where the money goes politically, everything. It was just a. It's a very smart, such a. Yeah. It was a great, great show. And the thing cool. is, is they didn't try and like keep pushing it, which yeah. is kind of what I feel like Lost did, and even Battlestar to some extent. They kept pushing it when maybe they should have ended it. So, so you guys are all like, I'm hearing different, um, uh, really excitable remarks about TV shows from practically everybody at the table, one show or the other. Whoever somebody's got the favorite. What um, what TV show do you guys think, in your minds, has the most rabid and potentially annoying fan base? Star Trek. Hands down. Hands down Star Trek? Oh, yeah. Why? What do they do that annoys That is a damn good question. Why? That's your point? (laughs) Why are they fans at all? Exactly. You know, Star Trek had the original letter-writing campaign to bring a show back from Mm -hmm. the abyss. What year was that, How many letters was it? How many many letters was it? 1968. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, what do you got? Jerry Springer. 
Jerry Springer has fans, <laughs> rabid fans. Wait, is that show that show ended? Montel. Montel. Oh, I'm trying to think about it. That is true. I guess they do the fans. The fans are in the audience every time. Springer! Uh, Jerry! 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 Uh, I mean, you know, I if think... That, if that isn't f***ing annoying, I've got no idea <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, no, they'll do stuff like, uh, there'll be somebody on who's like, my, I gave myself a personal video section with, with a coat hanger, and I exposed my baby to rap music, and all she eat now is raw, raw and cream cheese and collard. I take my, my baby so fat, my baby so fat, I take her to the country market, she eat raw and collard green and roast meat. My baby eat whatever she want. My baby so fat. You don't know me. You don't know my baby. And then Jerry Spring will come up and be like, oh yeah, really, you should, uh, this, this is a real peach of a woman. And people are like, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. So do you we feel like need- all the characters, their, their arcs ended appropriately? <laughs> <laughs> now, how about this for rabid fans? <coughs> Oprah fans. Mm. Come on. But, there, but, mm-hmm. but I don't oh, think that's everything. Problem. Oprah, and, and okay, let's be honest. Oprah say, does. Never seen an episode. Will do of more Oprah. good things than oh, anybody. Ever. Rabbit, ever. like cultic rabbit. Like but seriously, Oprah fans are oh, whacked. But out. why wouldn't you be an Oprah fan when you can sit in the audience and get a brand new car? I mean, seriously. Oh well, maybe I should go. Yeah, because a lot of people in cults get a lot of nice things too, like free sex and stuff like that. But that doesn't make them right. Wait, wait, Oprah's wait, a cult. wait, 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 what cult is this? Oprah knows <laughs> everything. Oprah knows. Oprah, you go to her site, and she doesn't just talk about she's chick stuff. No, she doesn't talk oh, about chick gone. stuff. She talks about anything sexually, anything. It, there's articles on her site on anything you want. But it's all Oprah, 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 Oprah. The devil appears as an angel of light. <laughs> 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 but that said, I mean, the, the stuff on her, on, her, on her site is really not all that practical. I mean, if you want to be perfect in every she had the single sex way, sex thing that was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your favorite episode? Know, that, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty Dr. perfect. Oz. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, if you want to be perfect, somebody actually wrote wrote another article. Somebody else's blog. I was reading about this. Who said that. Oprah has these great ideas about how to do everything, but it's being perfect. And you, if people try to live up, it was somebody who tried to do live perfectly like Oprah for, for 30 days. So she tried to do everything that Oprah said to do for 30 days. Start a calendar, write everything down, go for walks, do this, do that, eat this, eat that. She like did everything. Supersize me only like the real. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With, with Oprah. A lot lamer. <laughs> and she, she was, she said it made her so unhappy. And she was so exhausted and didn't feel like herself and lost her sense of identity and all this other stuff. She's like, F*** Oprah. I don't need this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) She lost her whole identity. It's like a cult. She went in, she got a free car, she got a sex swing, and then her like her, you know, whole identity was stolen from her and she's I'm really thinking I should watch Oprah now. Because you, you want a free car and a sex free swing. Free car and a sex swing. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see. I lose my identity. You know, my sister. <laughs> my sister I'll sent her you. sent her emails and a letter, and she thinks she might get on the show because the producers called her to talk about her. Ooh. My sister might be on Oprah. Help me, wow. help me, Master Oprah. Can I have the free help car? me, Master. You're my only hope. <laughs> what about the sex swing? <laughs> Yeah, you can is it like everybody in the audience gets a sex swing? Is that how it works? That what is the sex swing stuff? Where does this come from? I have it's no on our idea. site. Eric's got two in his back bedroom. 
three. One for each leg. We're probably gonna get sued. <laughs> no, not legs, not legs. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah's trans is like trademarked. Trademark. Well, we're if, probably gonna get sued. If Bryce for just it. edits in like a TM at the end of every time we say Oprah, <laughs> we should. TM. <laughs> we can just bleep it like we bleep the uh, the you oil the shot. oil spill thing. <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, what is it? Harpo Industries TM. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, um, speaking of TV wow. shows, that about going off topic though. <laughs> <laughs> no, Oprah's not off topic. She's on TV. That bitch is on TV, and you don't know her. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> she do what she wants. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. On her sex wing. Wow. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? Uh, as we're on the subject of TV shows, television shows that should be pulled back from the abyss, shows that went off the air before their time. Elf. Pre- what is it? Alpha. <laughs> Yo, Kate, where do you keep your casserole dishes? Why? The cat won't fit in the toaster. Wow, that jumped right into his head, too. That's like, that's like one of those things that's in the top of his head all the time. Where is Alf? Alf is still playing on regular syndication in, in, in Australia. Australia. <laughs> it's probably probably new for them, right? Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do do give us an Australian <laughs> accent. Like, can't wait to oh, watch I, Elf. I, I Go ahead. I you're coming home. It's I the can't. end of your Australian work I day. Blimey. Excited about Elf. That's come on. Not, that, that's not Australian. No, come on. You've been, in, you've been in Australia for like Oi. five years. Go. Come on. Like whatever, you've been there forever. Like you, Outback Steakhouse started it all. You moved to Australia. Internet time. Internet you've been there. Internet time. You ate, forever. You, you ate like fifty million blooming onions. You're like, I gotta go to Aussie I can't, Land. But so. I can't do it. Do you want to know the funny thing? <laughs> Completely off topic. I was at the farmers market today, and some woman said, "Where's your accent from?" I said. I don't have an accent. She goes, but you've lived out of the country. I said, I'm, I live in Sydney. She goes, you're Australian. I'm like, I'm not Australian. <laughs> you don't have an accent. I'm sorry to say, Shelly. No, you, you don't. don't. Like I haven't noticed any accent. I don't have. You I'm sound the same as you've always had, but that's nice of her to say. You know, we have an accent, though. Midwesterns oh, yeah. and, and Americans in general oh, have yeah. an accent. I got an email today from you a, really from a former accent. intern. You really have an accent. I, have a really I was listening to your, was your, interviews, <laughs> your interviews on the whole TC retrospective thing. Really? You you sound like one of my uncles. or like <laughs> You're like so Midwest. It's crazy. I am Midwest. But I was I got emailed today from a former intern that was working at, at my company, and, and he was like, you know how all the girls in America like British guys? All the girls out here are like, Americans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah he's totally he had, like that Euro strange. He's getting. <laughs> oh, I should have moved. Yeah, where, he's in Europe. All right, all right. Czechoslovakia, baby. Oh yeah. Anyways, full circle back Aussie outback. Your accent. I'm not gonna do TV I... shows that should have been pulled back from the abyss. He elf. says Alf. Why the hell Alf? Wait, how's that go? That's it. Of all things, Alf. I just remember it was he made you know he made me feel safe. He was furry, <laughs> puppet, harmless alien guy who had all the wow. answers somewhere. He made you. Made you he was actually the precursor to Family Guy, essentially. <laughs> I'm getting this mental picture of here's poor Mike sitting on the couch being hugged You're by right. Alf. <laughs> You know, where do you go with that, really? <laughs> I have no idea. Let's just go to somebody else because he's worthless. Alf, Shelly. Made, Alf made me feel safe. <laughs> Daddy, no, don't hit me again. Oh, going to my special place. Think, of, think, think of the Alf concept. The, the thing that just blows my mind is think of the concept in Hollywood where guys like, look, <laughs> this Muppet thing, it's working. <laughs> Say, let's meld the two together. We're going to have an alien puppet living with 
on the family. He's Come gonna on. Make, he's going to make it's children feel safe. Children will feel safe with this puppet. <laughs> yes. He's going to look like a giant furry alien with a giant phallic <laughs> snout. Kids will feel safe. Because they identify with phallic penis snout. And he's snout. really just a drug mule. <laughs> look at Gonzo. Look at how well drug Gonzo That's what happened to him. His heroin-filled <laughs> condom broke in his stomach. And that's how yeah, Alpha. Yeah. That's why uh, they had to pull this show. <laughs> Need medical attention. <laughs> I am from planet Seymour. He made some bad scenes at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> the Grammys or whatever. The Emmys. Where is Elf these days? I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, we need Beyonce to get one thing <laughs> Where where is Alfie's? He's probably in a closet. He's like somewhere. in Redondo Beach somewhere. In a box. <laughs> in somebody's closet on eBay. Alf sitting there doing blow like five times a day in Redondo Beach. Alf, if you're out there, call us. 734-418-7077. Did you actually know that number without having That's to look impressive. at anything? Wow. Really? See, see, we Shelley, never knew that number. Shelly always years. knew the number, didn't she? She always knew. Nobody ever knew that. I went was like seven... What? 734-418-8727. Five years. That's the old one. Five Don't years of this show. And <laughs> we never knew the number. You didn't know it. I didn't know we it. We had to look it up Bill every had to time. Look it up. You guys would no do the intros, and then you'd, you'd go, and call us at... And we didn't and look, look it up. right at me, and I'm like, sakes. <laughs> 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 I think we would be smart enough to like print it out and put it right on the wall. We have but whole, that's too much. We have all sticks of this show from times when you weren't on it. When we were doing like, ha ha, we don't know the number. It could be anything because you weren't here. <laughs> just be like, the number is, for God's sake, we've said it for you five years! Morons. <laughs> <laughs> um, TV shows that should be pulled back from the abyss and resurrected. What do you got, Shelly? Um, Firefly. I yeah, agree. You're gonna say it. Firefly, without question, Firefly. And it, That's the only one I can even think of. They would have, and it actually would have worked if they hadn't made the movie and hadn't killed off Wash. But the fact that they did make the movie for me wraps up the whole show. It's a nice open and closed, true. novel shut, completed story. It doesn't need any more. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, the show had such had such promise and had so many different backstories, like Twilight does, that you'd be able to actually I don't understand that. You'd be actually actually be able to, you know, do another do a whole other series on it. I definitely liked it. I just felt that the movie wrapped up. See, that's the only show I can think of that I felt like it ended before I would have wanted it to end. But you're mm. right. The movie was good. I didn't get into it because I knew if it was on Fox, it was going to be gone in about a <laughs> season and a half. No, and you're so right. No, they do it. that with everything. I know. Do you guys remember uh, Space Above and Beyond? Yes. That was a good show, too. I only watched like one one episode of that, but that was really good. Was that the Space Carl Marines? Sagan movie? <laughs> no, it was... Uh, <laughs> No, but Elf was that. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah, that was Elf, the next generation. Mike, sorry. Yeah, Elf two, the reckoning. No, space. Elf <laughs> first blood. Elf six, the spawning. I like. All right, here I'll get geek. I like two, Deep Space Nine. Swing. Deep Space Nine is great. But I like Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. Wasn't canceled. I thought it got. Uh, how long was it on? Nine series. So you oh, really didn't really? like Deep Space Nine maybe. because you don't even <laughs> you know what the fuck you're late. talking. About. I'm not like geek about it. I just liked it. All right, boo. <laughs> you got else you? I can't think of I really can't think of, I mean the thing is is like any show that I that Sopranos. I didn't like I wouldn't want well, okay Sopranos ending I didn't have a problem with I thought it was lame yeah but it didn't really, really? end it didn't end I kind of liked it though it was different you know what I mean it was different but it was kind of like a cop out a little bit yeah yeah but it didn't end yeah, prematurely bit, yeah. it wasn't ripped off the air no yeah, okay exactly. so for what comes oh, sorry about? I'm dancing back to the previous topic because yeah. yeah. I have another one in my mind for the previous topic well it's too late the previous topic what? And you had to bring Elf into the whole Wait, conversation. But I, I just want to say, well, yeah. right, I just want to say, all right, Bill, all right, Bill. <laughs> Can you do a accent? 
<laughs> now you know why Mike's on the show. Just because, you know, when Bill's not here. <laughs> I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I went with uh, Jericho. I wanted oh, Jericho. God, that was horrible. You were always into that shit. I was Jer- like, no, I wasn't was always into it. Was that the you... show about the, the post-apocalyptic? Yeah, yes. it was like an American Civil War. You kept yeah. saying, I'm going to give it another episode. By the time you got to the end of the season, you're like, yeah, it's all right. No, one like always tells me, too. awful no, episodes. I'm telling like, you. If you watch enough episodes, you'll like it. <laughs> no, all you have to do is watch it for three years. With your eyes you'll like popped it. open like clockwork orange, hoping to God it's going to end sometime. I'm telling you that Jericho had the weakest beginning of any show. It was so was cheesy. Horrible. I didn't even watch it. And then when it came on Netflix, I was like, oh, what the hell, I guess. I got nothing better to <laughs> I do. I got time. I'll watch it. I I know, <laughs> and it was good. It was really you. You could have been game. gaming, yeah, yeah, but I don't remember <laughs> thinking it. I didn't like You've it enough. That I really care if it was restarted. <laughs> well, all right, well, you suck. So what? Uh, <laughs> what? So out of those TV shows, and we've been talking about, what do you think? What TV show do you guys think desperately needs a major motion picture? What movie is just screaming to be made into a movie? What movie is screaming to be made? I'm sorry. What? What? Wait, no. Uh, no. What I say? <laughs> I can think of what, a few. Elf. What? TV, <laughs> what TV show? What TV show Elf, is desperately? <laughs> Just crying out to be made into a major motion picture. All the TV shows out right now are not... Even past, present, future TV shows? Future TV shows. Stargate, SG-1, the movie. That's all I have to say. It's been, But it's been done. Lame. The beauty oh, of the small screen awesome. is that you what can have it? these intricate stories and long you know yeah. can build character I development. You can't put not you can't put ten series of SG one into two hours, even two and a half hours on the screen. There's just too much character development. You don't development. need that though. You got two things going for you. Awesome special effects and the ability of nudity on Bala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Claudia Black would be so happy to hear you say that. So happy to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Punk. The thing, you know, my my problem is that is that I've been I have had the experience of TV shows and books being made into movies that are so below what my expectation of them is yeah, that I am made into a good movie. Yeah, that I'm 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 really reticent to say here's a series that I really love that I want to see compressed into two hours, acted by people who, you know, aren't really able to pull it off. Do you know what I mean? No, I do. I do. So, all right. So reverse the question then. What major motion pictures, what movies desperately need a TV show? That's an easier one. I got any number of these. Yeah, yeah, that's a little easier. All right, so let me go then. Red Dawn. I would love to there see is a Red TV Dawn. show coming out. How did I that, know you were going to remake or a movie? It's a, rem- a movie out. remake, but I would love to see Red Dawn, an invasion in the United States, given like a full like six year treatment with a decent budget. That'd be cool. Yeah. Transformers. I would love to see Transformers. Yeah, on a weekly I was just, basis. I was just gonna say that because. Uh, what about V the movie? Well, V's already at. Well, well <laughs> wait no, a second. I'm switching it. Stop switching around. We switch topics and I'm you so go confused. back to the previous one. What Elf? Come on. Um, <laughs> I want to see Tron. Tron the TV show. Tron. Tron the TV show. Actually, Tron might be really cool. They used to have this. Do you remember back in the eighties? There was Bit. No. They had what the hell song is that? No, I don't know what. It's when they when they when he leaves when he leaves the grid and he's going to. Oh, I do kind of. No, that's that's not the right song. No, I think she's pretty close. Get it right, I failed to geek. Geek fail. What was the show? It was way back. It might have been like 85, 86 maybe. And it was like a spin-off. No, I mean, Doogie Howser. Probably the same time period. 
it, and it was like about oh, Auto Man. Auto Man was Auto that Man. It? Auto Man. Auto Man wasn't a Tron spinoff. It was just a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make that into another ep- series. Oh, don't come any closer. I may not be able to hurt you, but what about the girl? Still the girl. He's got us, Auto. Not yet. I can still discharge my entire energy field against him. Of course, even if it fails, it means leaving you here on your own. Otto, there's some risks a man just has to take. But he had like a little guy. He had the little bit guy right. around with him, and he had like a he had a helicopter that they lined with neon on the outside, and everything turned in right, right, right angles. Oh, right angles. Yeah. <laughs> and the human that would be driving would be like the car turning would be like. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Do you guys remember Street Hawk? This is Jesse Mock, an ex-motorcycle cop injured in the line of duty. Now a police troubleshooter. He's been recruited for a top-secret government mission to ride Streethawk, an all-terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime, capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles an hour, and immense firepower. Only one man, federal agent Norman Tuttle, knows Jesse Mock's true identity. The man, the machine, Streethawk. The man, the machine. Street dog. <laughs> he would like have a hypersonic motorcycle. He could ride a motorcycle at near light speed through the city. What is it about Twilight that you guys like? <laughs> well, what else is there to like but fantasy? Fantasy's fantastic. 
it's the romantic notion I think that a lot of the women get interested in and maybe it's the you know something that you know we can blame our parents for when we were little kids always being like do you want to be the fairy princess and have the you know prince charming come sweep you off your feet blame it on Walt Disney whatever you want to do but I would say that that's one of the the big things is you you constantly uh, have this kind of you want to be romantically swept away. I have to blame the guys in high school because there was not a single guy in high school that was this romantic or looked this hot no, when we were true. 17. <laughs> so I'm living vicariously through these characters. Yeah. This is what I wish our lives were like when we were 17. I don't because... know, there was one you liked. I remember, I have a story, but I'm not going to share well, it. Well, there's liking and there's actually dating the guy. That's true, that's true. I didn't get the guy. There's a big difference right there. That's true. But so, so being a 41-year-old woman, it's pretty darn exciting to be able to live as if you were 17, even if it was for an hour and a half, two hours in a movie. So in a way, I kind of agree with with Bill on the aspect of saying it's kind of a Star Wars thing is it was, I mean, how many kids, boys and girls, when Star Wars came out were, I'm Han Solo, I'm Luke, I'm, you know, everybody, everybody wanted to be a Jedi. I was Boba Fett three years for Halloween. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, and then uh, there's always, like, some aspect of fantasy, and I think that that's the big appeal in general. It's a relief from the mundane. It takes you out of the situation that you, you that you are in into a realm that could not possibly be, and it's very appealing, I think. So you guys had this big discussion about how Twilight is, what, the women's Star Wars? Who here has actually seen the movies? I've seen not one. I've seen one. The first one. You've seen one. I didn't realize there was more than one. Since you guys really haven't read Twilight, it's hard for me to really get you to understand where I'm coming from. But the important thing is, is that where where women come from when they're understand when they like Twilight, you guys are all like, "What's Twilight? It's crazy." You guys are a bunch of rabid people, whatever, all that stuff. The thing that I, I want you to understand, understand is that women like Twilight and they like the whole idea of the Edward and the vampire thing because they like having someone who's devoted to them and loves them and will do anything for them and all that stuff. It isn't like so much a a Star Wars. It's more it's more the perfect fantasy kind of a thing. You know, we don't understand this crap because I don't know about you guys, but all I see is like dudes and you know, and like he's kind of a bad boy and he's I a lot of bare chested Teenagers. Well, the reason. Yeah. Well, but yeah. the, the, the thing. Guys. The, but the thing. Guys. The thing, guys. The thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing you have to understand about the bare-chested guys is when they're all werewolves, when they turn from humans into werewolves, all their clothes come off of them anyway. They don't sit there and go, "Okay, I'm going to go turn a werewolf." Now they get naked and then they turn into werewolves and they got their clothes sitting there. If I wanted bare-chested guys, I'd bring up my Excalibur Hotel Casino nightclub <laughs> Thunder from Down Under shirtless male review show glass. Well, there's a quote online that says, "Twilight's like so- here. You'll appreciate this. Twilight's like soccer. They run around for two." hours, nobody scores, and it's billion fans insist you just don't understand. <laughs> nice. Alright, yeah, I don't understand. You know, and I think, I think that's actually true, because you guys not having read it, and not being women, don't understand it. Women, I think, ages 8, 12, all the way to 65, which is the oldest, the oldest person that I know that's read it and liked it, like it because you hear, you get the whole story from Bella's perspective, and that's the way that women think when they're that age. It's almost like we're going back to, oh my god, he, he's so beautiful. I saw him again today. He was so beautiful. His skin sparkles like diamond. Oh my god, his whole family oh, are like super He's gonna eat me. Stop it! He's so hot! Leave him alone! Ooh, that little Native American boy is hot too. He takes off his shirt a lot. He's so hot, he turns into a doggy. Let me ask you, you this. Let me ask you this. How many, how 
many drive-bys did you do in high school? About 12, maybe. Okay, all right. So, Detroit. Right. So, knowing that, you had... You don't know me! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you had these obsessions with people where you would drive by their house thinking that, you know... Oh, you, that kind of drive. Yeah, that kind of drive-by. Oh, you I drive by. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not going to admit that shit on your tape. Boom, no. <laughs> Never mind. No, yeah. when where were you on the night of July 14th? Well, when you're in high school, you would get in your car, you go and you drive past that girl's house that you liked or, you know, wherever, where you knew somebody was, whoever you had a crush on, whoever you, whatever... And you kind of fed into that fantasy. It's that same kind of thing for women in that when, when girls are growing through the, going through those ages and going through that and they, they see these guys, they want that kind of – they want to be protected. They want to be adored. They want to be – have someone who's devoted to them. They want to have someone who's wealthy, intelligent, handsome, has a wonderful family, all the stuff together. Well, that's kind of a, that's, but that's, but, but see, that's the thing. That's actually, that's exactly it. That's the thing that she can't really reconcile that she doesn't, that she's actually fighting on when you see the third movie or read the third and fourth book is that she's like, I've got to leave all these people behind because my father, my mother, all of my friends are going to die in the next few decades. And I'm going to continue on with this person that I've chosen. Am I really making the right choice by being with this one person as opposed to leaving my entire other life behind? And it's, that's also a metaphor for when we get older, we go in through, we get older, we get married, we go on, we get a separate, we get separate lives. You know, you're leaving all these parts on, and so it's also a continuing on, gradual changing of your life. Sounds and more like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cult. It's real life. <laughs> you are shirts. Twilight is real life. <laughs> no. She's talking about leaving your whole family and friends and everything to go be with this one person. Well, but well, never. I, I, I can see how I There's can see a spaceship behind the asteroid. It's, and, the, and it's the unrequited true love thing. Well, and some people actually have made the analogy. <laughs> some people made the analogy that because Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon, that it's some kind of some kind of inroad into Mormonism. But, I mean, that's... <laughs> Wait, it's like a Mormon Mormon vampire? That's, some people have actually said that. Wait, I Mormons but can't it's drink not, caffeine. How could they drink blood? My girlfriend, who was a lapsed Mormon, actually pointed... Uh, when I pointed that out, that the, art, the author was a Mormon, she said, that explains a lot. Because she's also a Twilight junkie. Kind of. What did she say about it? Why did she, she said say there's, that? She said there's there's no sex. It's all like mm-hmm. kissing. And but see, honestly though, but a little that, bit of touching. But why is that Mormon? I think that's actually it, it, it's it's instilling good values in people that are gonna that this target the market market was targeted for, ages well, you know values, eight to sixteen. Vampires and werewolves and like that's the not what dark I'm talking about. But that's not what I'm talking about. That, well, you, it, that has as much validity as the people who were Christians saying Harry Potter was a was a bunch of bullshit. I get it. I'm just saying. Well. What what it refers to is it, what they're what they're trying to show is that the positive sides of a monogamous relationship with someone who cares about you, with honesty, making choices, having good communication skills. Because in this relationship, even though she's oh Edward, nee, 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 she still is saying what her wants and desires are. But it's not it's not a, an honest relationship. So I read the first book, and it's her going, oh my god, he's so cute. Oh I oh, oh, oh I stumbled again over my own feet. I'm so clumsy. Oh he was there to protect me. He sparkles like diamond he's so pretty and then edward is like i am an eye of a vampire i am twenty thousand years old but for some reason i am i am attracted to a 17 year old girl who is clumsy and stupid and who fawns all over me look i am listening to debussy and it's going to make her believe that i am an old soul oh oh edward Oh, Edward, I love you. I have been around for 200 years, and I could have any woman I want, but instead I will give you this line about not wanting to have premarital sex. <laughs> when I could eat you alive and take you at the same... I could rape and kill you, little girl! Oh, I stumbled again, Edward! I'm, I'm so clumsy and ugly and stupid! 
Robert, you're so beautiful and full of diamonds up your ass, crack. <laughs> you're actually proving That's my point. That's how I feel. You're, <laughs> you're actually proving my point to me so because you if you rem- if you be- remember, we all remember back to when we were that age and our very first boyfriend or girlfriend at that time. Everything was so. Oh, oh! I'm sitting so, like if 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 Mike and I were 14, and I'm sitting here next to Mike, I would be absolutely <laughs> beside myself that I'm this close to a boy. Next to Mike. 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 So, 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 wait, 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 Mike. Mike. <laughs> so what are you saying? You're touching Mike? Are you feeling like? like Where's the? Let me see that other hand. Come on. He brought his boo boo salad. That's all Gotta I have to hand. say. Gotta Gotta see the hands. Hands. I'll bet you anything. If you take him outside, he sparkles like diamonds. <laughs> but but see, it, I it, got diamonds other places too. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's in the bathroom, he sounds like a vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's been vajazzling. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what it is, look it up. You're actually proving my point because when we were that age, that was that was what relationships were about. the The cool part about it that you actually touched on was the fact that he is he was he was turned into a vampire when he was 17. He's lived for another hundred. What was it? Hundred and no. 93 years or something like that. So he's had the time to mature emotionally. Physically, he's still at that age, which is why he's attracted to her. But he also sees all this other... He What attracts him to her is the fact that... She's an innocent? Yeah. Which makes him actually the perfect predator. Because yeah, but he no, tracks no, no, no. down the weakest to kill. The other thing is, is that he can't <laughs> read her mind. And that is also intriguing for him. It's frustrating because her blood must taste awesome like the best heroin. I read the book. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> It's if are you saying that because he's physically at seventeen, he's he, you're allowed to be attracted to seventeen year old even though he's like a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of pedophilia. So you yeah, feel like if I, I, maybe I could like. Uh, you, you want you want to work that you want to work I look like I'm 20. I'm so. Mike and I'm 35, but, <laughs> but I actually I was a vampire, so I'm actually only 16. In the real world, 15 <laughs> will get you 20. Okay. <laughs> 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 he couldn't resist. We were even waving him off, and the thing goes off. You get a red card for that, Mike. <laughs> we had a Twilight Marathon one weekend, actually. Yes, yes. That's the best way to watch Twilight, just one after the other. When yep. uh, New Moon came out. That was a lot of eye candy. It was good. A lot of eye candy in New Moon. Um, Eclipse got even better. Yeah. Even more eye candy. Yeah. And then jokes about the eye candy. Which that, that was really good. If you can laugh about it, eye candy in the movie, is pretty it's darn really good. good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it that's just, it's very basic. Why does it that every guy, no matter how big of a Star Wars fan they are, whatever level it is, if they're like super geek or even a super jock, every single one of them talks to you about Leia's chainmail bikini. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's a very basic thing. It's like this human reaction that you have. It's your hormones. It's your fantasy kicking in of "Mm, what's under that bikini. You know, that kind of stuff. Guys do it all the time. Absolutely. I mean, you go to, you walk to, you know, into Comic-Con and everybody's in some sort of a costume. They're acting out a fantasy. And, and I can't tell you how many guys that I've talked to that are just like, oh man, did you see that Princess Leia? Did you see that Poison Ivy? Did you see that Chick of the Storm? And, you know, they've got, they see all these girls and it's, they may never have in their lives even read a Batman comic or know anything about any of the the X-Men, but that was a hot costume, you know what I mean? So now they like it, and it makes them interested. So Well, this movie also gave women some hot stuff to look at for yeah. a change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen like that very often, so it's not just the Edward or the Jacob, but there's other hot vampires I, in this movie, too. Yeah. 
for me personally, and kind of taking it aside, when I first heard Twilight, I didn't read the books. I listened to them on CD um, the first time that I quote unquote read them through in my car as I was driving around that part of the country. And the very yeah, first—that's the key, though. You were driving around near Forks. I was actually so on the Olympic like Peninsula with a friend going camping when she decided to introduce me to Twilight, and I was absolutely fell in love with the books because I'm here in the forest where all the stuff is actually supposed to be happening. Well, sure. So it's like it's like. I mean, I get that. I get why then you would look at it and be like, "Oh, this is a great book." I'm like, I'm totally not necessarily. Up in this the, bu- the book could still could suck. Like, I'm starting to read Frank Herbert's Dune right now. Hey, really? Yeah, really? yeah. And it's it's. I'm trying to I'm trying to read. I'm reading that, but I'm also remembering lovely the movie. Fade. Yeah, lovely fade. I'm remembering the movie. And the book is actually kind of paling in comparison to the film as I'm as I'm reading it. Yeah, because the film had Sting in it. Uh, hello, <laughs> hello. I would never kick him out of my bed for eating Is he cookies. Glitter? I, I, I wouldn't. Okay, so so. Whoa! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? And wait, before you answer Who that the question, hell is Jacob? Oh, while we're still talking about the quality of the book. Why is it better than Anne Rice? It's yeah, better it's than... Oh, okay. For me... Anne Rice was actually pretty good. Anne Rice went into the nth detail about... It's kind of like the whole Wheel of Time, and I know that you like the Wheel of Time now. But it's kind of like the whole Wheel of Time thing for me, where they um, went into the nth degree about every single little thing. Like, for example, Anne Rice or whatever his name is, Robert Jordan, wrote a book about our tavern cast studio, you would have a very good <laughs> mental picture of every single thing on this <laughs> damn table in the first 30 pages, and we never would have even said a, said a word. Whole is that what you're saying? As, kind of like that, yeah. As Mike opened his mouth, his flowing, sandy, blonde-haired wow, locks flowed across <laughs> his He's forehead about your locks. and flipped. Locks. Wow. Sh- now, showing his manly features below as his hand graced over the microphone and grasped it as only a man can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to <laughs> I do have to say it's not Stephanie Meyer is not the best author that I've ever read. I'm going to I'm going to grant that. That said, it's Here comes the hate mail. Uh, it's <laughs> well, everybody everybody it's actually shy, a lot of people a lot of people recognize the fact that it's not the best writing ever, but it's the emotion that's conveyed in the writing. It's the fact that you can actually see how these characters mature and develop and and that's what in my opinion, and in a bunch of people that I've talked to, that's what that age is kind of like. So she's really nailed it. Twilight is full of the devil. <laughs> the devil's in Twilight. The devil is taking our women through Twilight. We have to stop them. Should guys feel threatened by Twilight? Well, personally, I can say that Twilight probably improves my relationship with my husband. You know, you you read the books and you read all this romance yeah, and gets you really. It makes mood. you very in the mood, and then you yeah. see it in the movie theater. And I don't want to exactly equate it to men going to strip clubs and coming home and being happy to see their wives, but right. it's it's different because men are very visual, mm-hmm. you know, body parts and things like that. Whereas women, we're we are soaking up all of this romance and mm-hmm. this this longing and this need to be with somebody it has nothing to do with sex. That's what gets us turned on. Right. So in turn, I go home and I'm pretty happy to see my husband. I yeah. may picture Jacob's abs on his body, but <laughs> you don't need to know that. I think that there are some women that I've read about too that that will take it to an extreme. That is, I think, 
crosses the lines of healthy, but they're doing that not just for that relationship then. They're probably doing that in multiple other aspects of their lives, and if that's a real problem, then their husbands probably need to look at the big picture and yes. <laughs> see what else, what else is not quite right here. Yes, it is visually stimulating. I mean, I'm not going to lie. These guys are pretty good looking. Um, but it, there's more than that to it. It stimulates the other part of the brain that the women need to really fully become interested in it. And I think that any guy who really thinks about it is, can look at this as a way to utilize this to be like, hey, you know, this is something good that not to say you could like learn from it and copy it. I'm not trying to say that at all. Take your girls to the Twilight movies is the, is the deal. Yeah. Take them on a date night to Twilight. Yeah, and, and it wouldn't hurt. You'll probably reap some benefits from it. You can go, ugh. God, Twilight. Or you can go, well... If it makes right. her happy. Yeah, for two hours, then I'm going to be happy for I mean, the how, next two how weeks. How many hours do our husbands <laughs> watch sports? Yeah. They... And we stand in line for an hour or two for a movie after they've stood in line for six days to get Red Wing season tickets. Yeah. I mean, six of one, half dozen of the other. Right. We like what we like, and we're willing to wait for it. Yeah. So can I sum up this thing just to say, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, that the allure of Twilight for girls is basically that it plays into a feminine romantic fantasy. Yes. Or a ro- not a fantasy, ideal. a romantic ideal. Ideal, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I would say that. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and that's also why none of us but get the movie. Well, didn't that, wasn't that also kind of the case with the Anne Rice vampire stuff, though? It was, was a, a sexual... It was more of a sexual fantasy, psychosexual kind of thing she played on more than it was a romantic ideal. There was a lot of romance in those books. There was a lot of sex, though. Mm-hmm. Right. And the nice thing about Twilight is, is that yeah, you've I got. Mike likes those books. <laughs> I still got them at home. <laughs> Dog you can take your shorts home with you. <laughs> Animal cracker? <laughs> Would you like one with another? <laughs> I think the the other thing about the Twilight books is that everything seems a little bit forbidden. It's a forbidden story. It's never going to be real. You're never really going to find your Edward or your Jacob. It's just those people just don't exist. The second thing is that literally they don't exist. Vampires and was just, they don't exist. What? But I'm going to say something thing. that Bill is going to say to you if mm-hmm. he was here right now. Mm-hmm. Then why do the women think they do exist? And why are there so many women out there that are like, why can't you just be more like Edward? Because Because every person has their... Faults, they're good, they're good things and they're faults. You love someone for their good things and for their faults. And if you have Edward, however, he had faults, but he also had more positive qualities than a lot of, than, mo- than most people ever could have. He was wealthy, he was intelligent, he was smart, he had family that had all kinds of money. He protected you, he wanted to save your honor. He didn't want to get into your pants until X, Y, and Z. Who does that anymore? Except for that he wanted to kill you, but that's a small issue. Well, but that was... But he held himself back, that was the other thing, oh, is that huh. he denied his own instincts. And I mean, what, you can't find, you don't have people like that anymore. That's just life. Serial killers who don't what? kill. I haven't killed anybody. Right, but I'm not going to fall in love with a serial killer. Look at this. Look, Mike has only killed like maybe two people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting so close to Mike. So awesome. Yeah, I can see his diamonds. Oh my god! <laughs> my diamonds. Yeah, I thought he was a werewolf. Show me your ass crack. Turn Mike. into a werewolf. Is that what it sounds like? What, you like that? How you like me now? Take me, Mike. Hey, thanks to the Twilight Girls, too, who chimed in and gave their opinion. Yay! Their Tavern Cast listeners who decided to pop in and tell us what they thought about Twilight as well. 
I don't think women are are searching for something in this. No, it's not like that. It's, I think it's an escapist thing, honestly. It is. It's well, what I'm saying is, what are you escaping from? Is there is there something oh problematic God. that life. you're escaping I mean, from? Just Children, it's, jobs, yeah, you, traffic jams, just anything that happens in life. It's not something that's necessarily focused or aimed at you know their relationship. Like, oh gosh, my, I'm leaving my husband, so I better go see Twilight, so I feel good about yeah. myself. That's, no, it's the fantasy. It's the fantasy of I got my two hours of getting away and I can just go into this other little world and enjoy it. It's I would equate it to almost being like a like a like a role-playing game or like a really good book or something that really makes you transport yourself and forget for this limited amount of time of where you are in real life. It takes you out of that so you can just go ah that's been the show actually i'd like um i'd like to have mike actually try to end the show here by turning into his werewolf form and giving oh, the so uh exhausting. giving the uh you know we'll leave your reviews on itunes thing okay go how's that oh he's got his shirt off now though too. Oh, God. can you put your shirt back on like a naked Teenage boy. What happens yeah. actually when <laughs> with a vuvuzela? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stop honking your vuvuzela. That's been another trip to the bar. This has been Taverncast. Hey, don't forget well, to get up there and uh, leave us a review. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't forget to get up there and leave us a, re- a review for Taverncast on iTunes. You just go to iTunes, search for Taverncast, and drop us a cool review on iTunes. It brings our rating up, which brings our listeners in, which brings money into the show, which lets us continue making the show, so it's like win, 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 expensive win beer, all people. around. Vegemite ain't cheap. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. We had to import that. Do you know how much my plane ticket cost? Exactly. Okay, so goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Catch you later. <laughs> Taverncast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com.
How's our levels looking? Oh, our levels are looking good. I like our levels. You really I, do. What are we drinking? We've got <laughs> the Imperial Cherry Saison. Wait, it won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Bill. It is like Bill. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> You're a rock star. I'm a rock star. <laughs> Who's a rock star? Kitch came on. Oh, oh hey now, right? Out, uh -huh. <laughs> demon! Out! Twilight demon, out! You vile, temptress woman, you! <laughs>